Um, so we have decided, uh, actually based off a tweet. Um, yep. Forgive me, I don't have the tweet. Uh, Scarlet uh, Shazam. Scarlet Shazam. It's been a while. It was a while ago. It was a while ago. You and, know who you are. And uh, she asked us, uh, why haven't we discussed Hydra Cap? Is it, it because, wasn't over yet. <laughs> is it, and they asked us, because you don't want to touch that, tra- that travesty. So we took that as a... Travesty? That's so what? It wasn't controversy, it was travesty? Controversy? This was the, it might have been controversy. Controversy. It's been a while. Oh, look, so that gave us uh, what, what I what I took as a challenge to discuss Hydra Cap as soon as it was over. So we uh, so we've all read it. Yep. We've all read uh, at least the majority of the the main main storyline. I thought I read a lot of it, but my boy here, Sparks, you seem to have beat me, and I'm so proud of you, baby. I, <laughs> I love it. I think you probably read more of exactly what tied into Secret Empire than yeah. I did because I had to start. Shaving things towards the end there, yep. but I definitely read a lot of the lead up. So I want, and I like the lead up a lot. Though. Me too. I want to ask a question okay. before we get into sure. this. Sure. Heck yeah. Did this deserve the blowback? Hell no. Absolutely not. Hell to the hell no no. All right, no. <laughs> yeah. Sparks. Uh, no, no. It's a simple answer. I mm-hmm. understand, but so it's here's my thing. Here's comes. my thing. Yes. That's the problem. I understand why this happened. Because the the first Captain America issue where this happens, they make it look like, in that single issue, that we see a piece of Steve's history that we've just never seen. Where it turns out he's actually always been Hydra. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I get it. I get why people are upset if that were the case. That this whole time, he truly has just been secretly Hydra. I would totally understand that outrage. I would be upset about it if you just decided, no, really, like, literally the whole time. So every he's single always, event, every it single, until this point? Every like, single yeah. story about Captain America up to this point, he's always secretly been Hydra. If that had been the case, yes, I would totally understand the outrage. I would think that's completely justified. Mm-hmm. This blew up way too hard because people reacted to that fact as it was presented in that issue as like, oh my god, he's been Hydra the whole time. And it's like, but... You know how comics go. You gotta wait to see. And literally the next issue. If it had been a little longer, I'd understand. It was literally literally the next issue. And people could not wait. The Red Skull has his explanation of the fact that he had altered Steve's past. And that right there made it okay. And it's like, it's it's just an event. But because so much of that blowback came from people who are like casual fans of Captain America or like see the movies or haven't read comics in a long time, aren't reading this current event... Even I wasn't reading it at the time, but I still was like, okay, but they didn't do something that dumb. Right. They didn't just rewrite And that's what everything. Nick Spencer would go on on to say on various yeah. interviews. We didn't we didn't do that, just watch the story unfold and enjoy it. Right. Um, one of the things I do like is that, you're right, they didn't just say that. It's revealed that the Red Skull, and spoilers, you know, just saying... But the Red Skull had... Oh, yeah, like a year and a half of comic books about to get spoiled. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> anything anything related dive, to guys. Civil War II... Or Secret Empire, or the Captain Dude, America Steve Rogers run in between. Standoff is the beginning of this, and that was Standoff is that the was a beginning, which now. I read too. Yeah. yeah, that's essential to it. Well, so what happens is Red Skull. Actually, I really liked how they handled this because Red Skull didn't say, "Hey, turn Captain America Hydra." He manipulated uh, Kobik, who is essentially con- com- Cosmic Cube. Yes. To just be like, "Look how great Hydra is. Hydra is wonderful. Hydra right. is amazing." We got to start with Standoff though to explain who Kobik is and how she was right. formed. Right. So, That's why so I like that we started with your question. Yes. Let's go through chronology. All right. So, 
Shield created this this uh, like experimental uh, prison called Pleasant Hill, and they used did they did they manufacture a cosmic cube or they just found the they fragment found, they the found the fragments and they it formed into Kobic and they yeah. had Kobic do this, which so, apparently according to Eric Selvig is just something cosmic cubes do. Yeah, and yeah. they just gained sentience. I don't know why. And Kobic uh, no Kob- and Selvig saw Kobic as like his own daughter. Yes. Yeah. So this this sentient cosmic cube is in the form of a little girl, and the main doctor, Doctor Selvig, who was in the Thor movies. Uh, for the for the uninitiated comic, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and this prison is a rehabilitation center for supervillains, where they alter their reality so that they were never a bad person and they are given regular human lives. Right, they live in this perfect slice of suburbia yes. where they're in this great community, and they believe that they've always lived there, and it's a small town, old fifties vibe, yeah. and it's a prison. But none of the prisoners know it's a prison, and they treat it like that. That's the life they've always had. They turned. Oh my God! There's so many Who funny. They, the the like, which is the one that they turned into a dog. Oh Jesus, dude! That was so long ago, man. Yeah. I so one of the giant monster characters yeah. who's who sometimes is a villain, but wasn't. He was part of Dugan Dum Dum Dugan Squad. That's what he'd most recently. Oh been doing. geez, what's they the howling because commandos? Of his, yeah, yeah. But because he'd most recently like just started doing that they still considered him criminal so they grabbed him they turned him into a dog and when he yeah. comes out of it he's really upset because he was really happy being a dog like sandman's like a mechanic or something and baron zemo's this guy named jim or something yeah, yeah, like it's yeah. super weird and uh and it's the whisperer who is rick jones uh he's he basically like i don't know if he leaks the information the cap or unity squad or somebody but he's like do you guys know what shield's doing over it's, here it's uh, bucky who he's in contact it's with. in bucky it's, and then oh and man bucky's going on the quest to find out what exactly is going down with Pleasant Hill. Yeah, and, like, all these different teams converge on Pleasant Hill, and then they have this big battle, and then... Because because Zemo and someone else... It's Zemo come out and uh, the Fixer, who's, yeah. like, a super D-list character. Right, they, they, both, all are. they both realize mm-hmm. that they're in a Somebody made reality. some some contraption that brought their true selves out. Right. I forgot who it was. I think it might have I been I think it was the Fixer. Yeah. Um, and he brings Zemo out. And, and Zemo's like, Zemo oh. takes it as an opportunity to rise up and, and have all these villains work uh, with him to overthrow it. And uh, well, but the, the so that's so that's kind of what standoff was. But the really the only thing that is really important to standoff is towards the end, yeah. Where right. Kobik gives Captain America, who had been an old man for a couple of years now, he'd been an old man. He got tossed into the fight with crossbones, and he was losing. He was about to be killed because mm-hmm. he could he didn't he couldn't hold up. Yeah, and uh, doesn't have the super soldier serum anymore. And so Kobik uh, decided to make things better, and Steve suddenly became young again. Yes. And nobody knew what had actually happened at that moment until much later. Way, way later. Yeah. She had, uh, yeah, she had, we would find out in the second issue of Steve Rogers that she had rewritten his memories. Yes, mm-hmm. so that he had, uh, his mother had met this woman named Eliza, who is, who turns oh, out to be Madame Hydra. What and, a beautiful lady. And, I love her so and much. And she had met her and convinced her to start bringing Steve over to these Hydra recruitment camps and they started ingraining these ideas into Steve from a young age. So uh, Steve Rogers is a young kid, obviously he's frail, blah, 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 but uh, he has an abusive father. And out of nowhere, uh, Elisa shows up and uh, as like as he's being mean to Steve and his mom in the middle of the street. And she's like, oh, honey, you shouldn't have to deal with this. And she kicks his ass. And she's like, you should come to these special meetings. You know, it's about him being empowered and getting mm-hmm. the community back together. And she hands him a, a Hydra community pamphlet. Uh, pamphlet. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and then it's uh, over these issues of, of Steve Rogers. It's just his slow descent of still being the exact same person he's always been. But that underlying, like... Like this, like well, I don't even know the right word. Like the underlying uh, his underlying his I, w- I would say his nature because his nature is still true. However, yeah. it's been twisted. Instead of being like 
to the land of the free, home of the brave, like, America, he is 100% for Hydra. He's I think less compromising. I think what's really interesting about it, yeah, he's less compromising. Yeah. I think what's really great about it is that he wasn't convinced of, of like, Hydra's way is right. That's not exactly what happened. What happened is that Hydra knows the best way to get to making everything peaceful. It's mm-hmm. peace through that's what That's what he became indoctrinated with, and that's the thing he decided to mm-hmm. uphold, because it's not like... Like, his whole thing, it's a great part of the story, is that the moment the Red Skull took control of Hydra, it went down. Yeah. down Downhill for him. And, and he's hated the Red Skull the whole time. That's why I love, been looking to overthrow love it. this specific version, because, like, people are getting mad, and they're calling Captain America a Nazi. Right. And, like... like Spoilers, he kills the Red Skull. He literally kills yeah. the Nazi because that way of doing he things is wrong. Yeah. And offers it to yeah. Magneto. No. Dude, he gives it. Yeah, and it's like Captain America is a bad guy, but no, he's not a Nazi because Nazis are below him. He's better than that. Yeah. And well, but that's the thing. That's the, that's that's the thing about yeah. Hydra. And for a couple of years now, it's been kind of like this, and we saw it in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but Hydra isn't a Nazi organization. It's specific. It, it, it has been corrupted by the Nazis because the Red Skull took it over and yeah. that's how that happened. But sure, before sure. that, now, I'm not saying Hydra's good. No, of course no, not. No, no, I mean, no. I, they're still fascists, but they're not no, like... No, of course not, not Hail Hydra. They're, yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Hail Hydra. Of course they're not good or whatever. <laughs> all the, all the, uh, like the 40s representations like of Madame Hydra and the Krokom, they're all like, this, hate, this Hitler guy isn't crazy. Are you, do you guys see what he's doing? Like, we gotta get away from it. Red Skull's like, nah, he's the, the fascists are the best way for us. Like, no. Well, what I really liked about the stories were the flashbacks. I loved oh. the flashbacks to Steve growing and learning and being friends with Helmet Zemo. I thought those were so cool. And I thought, Him I and Kraken together, art, I really art, like, man. I thought the art was fantastic, and I thought those were played out really the, well. The, I, go on. I was gonna say, I really like the coloring of the flashbacks. Yeah, I yes. like the color, the way they did the, the colors. The so, focus on black and the black, gray the and reds, red, the, yeah. the grays. Because um, it was like, oh, back in the when people do flashbacks, it's like, oh, hey, it's like black and white or so. But this was, the reds were really vibrant. Some of the, were there, were there blues or was, no? I, it was always a uh, black was, and gray and red. It was, it was those were yeah, Brandon. Those they were stood my, out. Those were my favorite parts, like Eliza's hat, bright red. Um, yeah, just those so, were like the best parts of the issue. So I think for this discussion, issues, issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think for this discussion, I want to do a talk about everything that led up to Secret Empire, then we'll discuss Secret Empire. Yeah, because sure. I think because yeah. it is so essential to his plot to get to where he's at, but, because but the world handed, gave it to him on silver platter. That's what I wanted to get to, is one of the things that I really like is, because he is Steve Rogers, and he he kind of plays it like, I don't want to be director he of S.H.I.E.L.D., for I him. don't want to do this, he I don't want to do this. He, tried, Sharon, to get, he had to tried to have Sharon Carter be the director. Yeah, dude. And she turned it down. Tries to get Carol to not do the 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 the, the, the shield, shield, the planetary, yeah. shield. The planetary shield. But he's trying to stop himself, and no one is doing it. Yeah. He's like, guys, I'm clearly he's trying. Like, he's trying to do the same plan, but in the way that has the least amount of casualties. Mm-hmm. But yeah. there's no way he can outright tell them what he's exactly doing. No, yeah. Better yet, when he goes to kill Rick Flag, and then and then um, uh, what's Rick Jones? In the first episode. Jack Flag. Jack Flag. Thank Jack you. Flag. There you go. When he goes to kill Jack Flag with the with that um, with the serum, needle with the needle, and she comes in and who's is it? Kathy, who comes in? Kathy. Yeah. Kathy yeah. yeah. And then Kathy comes in and she tells him, "We decide to turn off the machines." Yeah. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Because he doesn't want to kill anybody. Yeah, he does it, and he, he's he, still Steve Rogers, but he just got that underlying like, "I got to do things the, the naughty way if I have to." Yeah. Right. And he 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 outright. You know, Jack Flag when kicks him out of the plane. It's, it's what made the story, I think, so good is the fact that it is just that slight subversion where mm-hmm. it's just I'm still trying to obtain peace. Yeah. I'm just more willing to do it through really brutal means if I have to. Yeah. Even and, when it's, and it's not I'm just outright a bad person because you got all the 
the strategy and everything else of Steve Rogers, and I really like that. It's it's what if Steve Rogers, for all that he was, just had a different vision than everybody yeah. else. And I like that uh, you know when he becomes director of Shield, when he becomes, and when he goes to talk to Tony at, and and Savor to the Oath, you know, and always saying all maybe the things. one of my favorite favorite comic book issues this year. And he's saying all these things is like, <laughs> I just, you know, this is all working out yeah. it's it's great because i was talking to you earlier there's a civil war uh one comic called the confession where tony stark is talking to a dead captain america and he's like i'm sorry i failed you like you were right and i'm a bad person and this flip around on the oath is steve rogers going to a comatose comatose tony stark saying god what a waste of a person you are mm -hmm. and i wish you were awake because i want to see everything you built burn to the ground i'm going to be better than you ever were i'm so bummed that you're asleep because i want to see you Fall. You're always so focused on the futurist, but you're not bringing anybody else yeah. along with you. And he's like, look at all these things that have happened. Does the world look saved to you? Yeah. And I'm just like, he's not wrong. But he's the, not wrong. The, the mic drop at the end of the issue, when he's just like, do you know what my world looks like? That's what's great. That's and what, then you uh, just see the American flag and all the it's pictures. That's, it's with Hydra. Civil War yeah. II, when, when they first saw Miles killing Captain America. And nobody looked around. They only saw Miles. They didn't see the world was taken over by Hydra. And right. he looked around. Yeah, and he's, and that's, that's right. It's a mic drop. At the end of the issue, he's like, do you know what I saw, Tony? And it's just a collage of all the crazy yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. That was so yeah. good it's because so it was good. that everyone was so focused on that moment. And he's like, I wasn't surprised. Yeah. So I saw everything else. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, no. It's, and that it's, was really cool. It's really, it's like Civil War II, for, like, for better or worse, like it's a fine comic or whatever. But it's like... Fine. Now that this event is over, they've been seeding this cap stuff for so long, and like like they throw it in where they need to, but it all works so well together. The, the entire Nick Spencer stuff, starting from Standoff all yeah. the way through, and there's a lot of, lot of side character stories that tied into that, whether it was event tie-ins or not. Um, lot, Civil War Two stuff. Some of the stuff in Civil War Two that I really loved was, uh, was um, with Miss Marvel. Uh, and her dilemma because she stood by Captain Marvel on this whole thing, and yeah. then over time, between the actual event and her own comics, you saw that she totally changed her mind about yeah. her and things like that. A lot Being of people my perspective, I changed just, her mind on Captain Marvel. <laughs> I, I was telling Brandon, I don't know that I would say Civil War Two is a great event by itself, but as a prologue to Secret Empire, it's Absolutely. fantastic. Like Absolutely. if you, and especially like honestly, Civil War Two because it feels like a prologue to Secret Empire, it kind of doesn't work by itself. I yeah. do kind of agree with that. It doesn't really work by itself, but it does work really well if you read the tie-ins. There's some great stuff where like Amadeus Cho tracks down Clint Barton to a diner. Oh, yeah. And he talk. sits with him, and uh, he's like, I could kill you. I thought about coming here and killing Man. you. I thought about all that, and he, like, deforms down from the Hulk because he walks in as the Hulk. And he's like, honestly, I'm just really sad because my friend's gone. And then Clint looks at him, and he's crying, and I'm like, I am too. Yeah. And they both just sit there and quietly... Because didn't, didn't Hulk ask him to kill him? Like, like if anything, yeah, Bruce, if, Bruce if I even him. look like I'm about to Hulk out, kill me. Right. So that, like, was, that was the whole thing. And so the thing about that that I loved is that we find out later that Steve sent Gamma stuff to Bruce yep. to put him on the table to be considered for a possible future by yep. Ulysses. It's great. Just so that that could happen. And when you put all that spin on the Civil War II events, that Steve is kind of the reason Civil War II is escalating, that's what makes it so great. Well, at the same time, Steve is like, guys, we can't keep doing this exactly. because I remember when we did this before, we can't, we can't be fighting. He's exactly. the best Palpatine we've ever had, guys. And, but <laughs> so he, good. But he spent so much time. Like That's why I like the, the Civil War II events so much is because 
honestly, the event wouldn't have gone the way it did if Steve hadn't been pulling strings all over the place Pulling between the, the Inhumans and Tony, between Bruce and Captain Marvel and everybody else. He was pulling strings everywhere it's to set up the shield. The Chitauri invasions. Yeah, he's yeah, the he's, reason those he's, are happening. He happened. He made those happen. One of the things that I. Uh, notice was that going into Secret Empire, you know, one of the big things is that when going into a major event, people want like the, the, the storytellers want the heroes to be divided because that's it's easier to to to, to conquer them when they're divided. Mm -hmm. The Marvel Cinematic Universe did a very similar thing just recently. Civil War split up the heroes to get to Infinity War, so that Thanos would have an easier time. Mm -hmm. Right. It's kind of the same thing that that they that they did with with Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers split the heroes. So that he could, but I mean, this, an event leading into an event—that's just Marvel's problem for a but couple of years. But there was time before sure. before that, before Civil War Two and Secret Empire. There was there was months before that. Yeah, right. but I mean, but you know, Marvel's problem. We're not going to really get into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. We won't we won't really get into that. But I will say that I think that it being such a thing, like it, you can see Nick Spencer's through line of his story all the way through tie-ins to Civil War Two, things that were going on with Sam Wilson mm -hmm. at the time were really good to read. Sam Wilson's line was amazing. I really loved reading it through Civil War II. Stuff with Steve as well. But, like, Sam Wilson's line, especially going through Civil War II, that leads to Secret Empire, is really solid stuff. You said that Taskmaster was a fun... Dude, uh, that was so funny. Taskmaster, I, dude, was Taskmaster awesome. is, like, he's my favorite, like, B-level. Like, I'm just going to show up for a couple minutes, be wacky, kick ass, and say some funny lines. Uh, I, I can't even for remember. For the audience who doesn't know who Taskmaster is. Oh, uh, Tony Masters, Taskmaster. Uh, he has my favorite ability in comics. He has photogenic memory, where if he sees you doing a kung fu style, he has it adopted. If he knows, if you know how to be like a sword master, he's adopted it. Anything that he sees, he has memorized. So he can kick anyone's ass, basically. Like, he's, he has beat the Avengers many times, like, not obviously together. Mm -hmm. But, uh, him and Black Ant-Man, they figure out that Captain America's evil. And they're like, we gotta get rich off this. Yeah, it's really <laughs> funny that these two, like, low-level villain characters they're like, they're come upon the biggest secret in the Marvel universe mm -hmm. and is try it, to sell it to the highest Is it Eliza better. who finds them? Is it, or is it Matt? Yeah, she finds yeah. them, she finds them right when they're trying to make a deal with Maria Hill for the information. That's yeah. right, yeah. And she's like, so instead of just, like, killing you, you're like, you wanna work for us and, like, be, like, the coolest guys on the planet? And yeah. they're like... Yeah, we do. Of course yeah. we do. <laughs> right. They're in black and he was like, "I was gonna buy an Apple Watch." Oh man. Yeah. When he's like, "Man, how do you buy an island? And, are and they I, on Zillow?" Are and they? I know we're we're getting closer to the Secret Empire stuff, but yeah. I will just jump ahead to because it's related to the Taskmaster stuff. I love when they let the Young Avengers out, mm -hmm. and they're just like, "So look." <laughs> we feel like because the way they hear it is it's when Odin gets when Thor gets the hammer. Yeah. And he, it makes the kakum sound, and they're like, "Did you hear that?" That sounded like a we're losing boom. Yeah. <laughs> so they go, and they let the guys out. Like, we, we know they're we like, lost. we know that's the end of this. Yeah. And they let the kids out. Because <laughs> they've done it so many times, they're like, we know when things are turned. Yeah. So they're like, here's the, here's the deal. We're going to let you out, and you don't beat us up. Yeah. <laughs> so was, I thought that was really I don't, I don't know if I, did I text you guys that? Or so, I texted one of you guys, uh, Taskmaster stuff. But uh, That sounds like a we're losing they're, boom. Yeah, they're, they're uh, they're, they're a fun comic movie. Fan. They were. They were really anything else we want to talk about between... Because Before after Secret Civil War Two, it's pretty much just a beeline to Secret Empire. Yeah. Captain America's plan starts starts really coming to fruition. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, he tells Carol... Because Carol wants to build this oh, big... this big. No, let's uh, talk about Zemo. Oh, Zemo. Zemo? Let's yeah. talk about Zemo. Because uh, Zemo... BFF. Uh, in the new reality that Koba created for Captain America, 
he he thinks that Zemo is his best friend. They grew up together. Yeah, they so were they, training. They are best friends. Yeah. To him, that there's no is. Yeah. And so he tells Zemo this, and when and he's been telling Zemo this for a long time, and uh, when he lifts on the shield, it's like I'm just I can't do this without you, Zemo. I can't do this without you, Helmet. And I'm just to prove that I trust you. I'm gonna turn off the. I'm gonna turn off the. the yeah, he's been, lock, he's been locked up. Because he yeah. tells him this whole story where Zemo believes that their reality has been rewritten yes. to be this one, but they used to be best friends. They used to be best friends. Working Hydra together. Mm-hmm. And he even says, like, you know, you, you ran Hydra. Why'd you do that? Because you were part of Hydra. You know, your dad Your dad really loved you. It wasn't... He was wasn't, a great man. Yeah. And it's all these things Zemo's always wanted to hear. Yeah. But yes. the scene where, um, uh, what's Zemo's dad's de- name again? Baron? Baron. Baron. No, it's um, Heinrich. Heinrich, thank you. Where Heinrich Zemo, he's fighting with Bucky and he gets his glove stuck and then the last line he says is, I I love love you, son. And then he flies off and dies. To his death. Which is not what happened. Yeah, but then of course Bucky says, hey, I got the trajectory so (laughs) he's going to land in the ocean where where Baron Zemo belongs. Bucky being all like Bucky. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Bucky. And then of course, like when uh, Captain America, Steve Rogers is fighting Zemo, they're like whispering to each other like as they're it's fun to see it's fun to see those flashbacks specifically because mm-hmm. you get to see events that you know Captain America was even at this time manipulating he even says to Helmet he's like please I don't want to fight for the side anymore let me fight for the right side mm-hmm. uh, or he's yeah. telling Eliza after, um, after uh, he fights the Red Skull for the first time in the flashbacks saying I just I'm, I want to go away from this war I'm done and then she's like and then she's like well here's your mom Right. Yeah. She's not dead. Yeah. Right. Congratulations. Oh, oh, you awesome. thought I killed her, but no, I, I didn't. But yeah, on the Zemo thing, I did think that was one of the best parts of the story is doing this thing where they took this character who's been wanting to, to hear him. that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hear these things about like his dad and wanted to have somebody like Steve. And now Zemo thinks. And now thinks, it's his dream. Yeah. And now Zemo thinks that this this history was robbed from him. Right. Yeah. What's the scientist who who the super super soldier Sam Erskine? Erskine. Yeah. So Steve is on a Hydra mission to kill Erskine, mm-hmm. but he's just still he's not there yet. He's not there. So he's shoot, he's ready to shoot the pistol, and then Helmet comes in and shoots him for him. He's like, "Don't worry, Steve. The secret's between us. You're still America, Hydra savior. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm your best friend. I love you." I'm like right. this is a weird friendship. But, I love yeah, it. And then that's referenced again later when he says, like, let us do the dirty work. Yeah. You be, you be the Captain guy America. at the top. You be the face. Right, yeah. right. Even once he's the supreme leader, when they're talking about what happens in Las Vegas, yeah. he's like, let us do that thing. You have to be we the guy the above it. Yeah. When Madame Hydra, who's revealed to be Eliza Sinclair mm-hmm. uh, in the present, uh, when she forms the new High Council of Hydra, a lot of cool names there. Yeah, I yeah. love Doctor Faustus, the Hive. Uh, uh, man, there's a lot. You man. know what I love? The new Kraken. Who the we new Kraken don't. Is, know when she who's was under that no. mask. I really loved that she, when she was going off recruiting them. She was offering them a different thing. Oh yeah, like yeah. I offer you meaning. Oh. I offer you vengeance. Yeah, yeah. I offer. I you, offer you the thing you want. Yeah, yeah, I offer you the thing you want. I'm just reading this and thinking. You are a crafty lady, my yeah, Madam Hydra. Hydra, that is some crafty shit right there. Yeah, yeah, and we finally have a uh, a, a solid face for Madam Hydra, who has been many characters throughout the mm-hmm. years. Yeah. yeah, and I think this one might stick. I think I. Who knows? I really, I buy, man. Like her, her love and her her admiration for Steve, and she truly believes, like you were going to be the one to save us all, man. Like so, you're you're my Anakin. So let's let's get Secret Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, think, so we're, I think we're diving pretty into it. So in Secret Empire, it's revealed by Steve that the history that he knows is the quote-unquote real history. Everyone else is wrong. The <laughs> Axis powers won World War II. 
He he thinks that Kobik made him his original self. Yes. And that what happened is the Allied powers in World War II got a hold of the Cosmic Cube and changed it to the history that we know. Right. Uh, so it, the real history is where Hydra won and and everything is wonderful. And so he's trying to get back to that. Like Steve is displaced in a di- like in a different like oh we didn't win this I got to make that right. Yes. Yeah. And so he's like awakened, and I think that's a really cool motivation for this character. It's a unique look. Instead of just like, oh, I've been brainwashed. Like, no, like, I've, my entire history has been rewritten. Like, right. That's my entire life. Like, you can't tell me I'm wrong. The yeah. original Secret Empire <clears throat> was Red Skull turned everything Hydra except for Steve Rogers. Yeah. Like, what, what's this world? Yeah. This joke. Very was, 70s. Yeah. Was just a screw with Steve Rogers? No, the original Secret Empire was Mark Wade, wasn't it? Mark Wade? There was an original, no, there was an old school Secret Empire. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I do remember there was, I think Mark Wade did a Secret Empire where, Hydra, where everything became Hydra. And uh, Steve Rogers was not Hydra, and uh, like it was those Red Skulls' plan was to make Steve live in a world that was controlled by Hydra. It's interesting. I don't know. Maybe because I, that, that sounds like a they use monikers all the yeah. time. So yeah. I do like I do like this that take because normally when you get a character that gets that kind of motivation, you it's just told to you. You know, it's like we don't get a oh no, they got they you know like their reality isn't this, and you just just kind of explain to you. But you're like, oh man, he thinks that everything we know. Is fake, but it's almost believable. You almost kind of buy it. You, yeah. the only reason you don't is because you know from issue two that Red Skull yeah. had yes. Kobik do this. Yeah. Yeah. and if that hadn't happened, you would be questioning the whole event. Absolutely. If this was actually true, and be like, "What if everything is wrong?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be so. That'd be crazy. God, could you imagine like how different this this event would be if it was just, "Yep, that's Steve Rogers, all right." Well, and like Jesus, and Thor, uh, Thor is only with Steve because he's just kind of like. He lifted the hammer. He's yeah. worthy. Why? Robinson? Yeah. I'm not. He's got to be right. That's great. All right. Yeah. So, so the first issue of Secret Empire, or is, or should I say, issue zero? It's the, the culmination yeah. of Steve getting power. So he was just given. Uh, he's the director of Shield. Mm-hmm. He's given this uh, this Shield Act, which gives him unlimited power of the military. If, if they grant it to him under a situation where they feel like they cannot handle yeah. it. They need him in charge, and they want him to be the, the Chitauri guy. Are about and because to invade. because they're getting attacked on multiple fronts, which is the Chitauri invasion fleet coming in, Trillion. and a gigantic Trillions. villain attack in Manhattan, yeah, and an issue with Hydra in Sokovia, yeah, mm-hmm. and because oh, all Zemo three of those stuff, things, yeah. all three of those things are happening at the exact same time, the they're like, is- this is too insane. Steve, you got to take control. You're the only person, and he's like, and he cracks his okay. knuckles, and he's like, you are you guys sure? You really gonna press this button? All right, cool. Hydra one. And you're watching like heroes figuring it out, like Iron Man and Riri Williams. They're trying to get the shield being back where up. they are. Yeah. So like, oh. so uh, the Chitauri invasion, trillions of aliens are coming. Riri and Tony are are trying to fix the shield, and for some reason, it, they, they're smart guys. They, the thing should be working, and it's not. But right, bef- but uh, in the middle of the big battle, it suddenly comes up out of nowhere. And like they seem saved, and and the, the the villains of New York, they just they're defeated. And everyone's like, all right, cool, everything's working out. Uh, and it's and then the shield goes online. And all right, cool. And it's great. great. And, it's like, and Captain Marvel's like, all right, cool. We need to get back in and then cool. put the shield back up. And it's like, sorry, Carol, hey, Steve, I can't do you, that. Can you open oh. the door? Can you open the door? Steve, can you open the door? Yeah, about that, Carol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> goes, Does he know how nine thousand honor? Yeah, totally. Oh, I can't let you in, Carol. Uh, and he's like, I, we made the shield to keep all of enemies out, and now they are. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, this is so good. And, and, and all, the he- all the heavy hitters are out there. The Guardians, Thor, the Guardians, Quasar, Quasar. All, so, all stuck. And then we've got New York. Uh, who who's the villain that they use? Uh, Bob. Who, Black Bolt. Bl- Black Blackout. 
Blackout. Blackout. Blackout. Sorry. Yeah, right. Sorry. He's somewhere else. It's more present in my mind right now. Yeah. So... He's also like a C-list. Right, right, yeah. Blackout is is used to throw all of New York into the dark dimension. Yeah, so it's literally just a giant bubble. Which which had a ton of heroes in it fighting Basically, all the New York heroes, like all the defenders, all of them. And that was crafty as hell. I was like, oh, man, take a lot of players off the board. Doctor Strange is in his own... He can't get out. He's too... It's just too strong. He just can't get out. And they're using... uh, uh, Sokovia? No, 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 oh. they're using, um... Oh, that clo- Cloak. Cloak and Dagger Clo-cloak? are using uh, yeah, the light uh, that she has uh, to dagger, keep, uh, keep people alive. So it is pitch black, and Cloak, or Dagger, is literally the only source of light in the entire city. So she's standing on the Empire State Building, just being a sun. Right. And it, it wipes her out every single night. There's a ton of great tie-in stories related yeah. to this. Uh, I didn't get to read all of them, but... Dude, Kingpin is, like, being a sweet... Kingpin's whole thing God. is awesome. He's running the, for mayor. Now he's, he's running win. for mayor because all of these people, it's like... Daredevil even comes in. He's like, "Man, what's your angle, Fisk?" And he's like, "I just del- want people to remember because <laughs> he's delivering all pants. these things are undone. Yeah. And I just want people to remember who provide for them." And I'm like, "Damn, you're a genius! This is why you're the kingpin." It's, yeah. it's Lex Luthor running for president. That yeah. was that was such a great move. Yeah, it's um. I can't wait to see he, like, that. Play he like out. walks away like saying, "I'm walking on sunshine" or something. I'm like, God. "You are absolutely <laughs> correct in the, the parallels to Star Wars Episode One and Two and Three. Oh, like the Palpatine stuff? Yeah. Totally, dude. It was, uh, the sun will come out tomorrow. The sun will come Which out tomorrow. Which is why it was so sinister. Yeah. Because he's like, I know. I know <laughs> somehow this thing's gonna come down. Yeah. And when it does, I just want folks to remember. I was That's there. so good. I helped you. I love that stuff, man. And then Sokovia becomes just like a Hydra, Hydra country. Yeah. Just, yeah, this is our base of operations. No one else is here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. By the way, I got nukes, so suck it. Because they, yeah, okay. they bring a helicarrier that Faustus has helped them take control of. And oh, yeah. Dr. Faustus, the hypnosis man. I love... The helicarrier designs, the Cthulhu tentacles. So so what launched me into the event right away, like loving it, was how well calculated this freaking plan was. What a great plan. Like, isolate out all your powerful intergalactic heroes in space so they can't get back. Put all your on-the-ground heroes of New York right into the Dark Dimension so they can't get out. You've just... Basically, been handed the world. That's for like ninety-five percent of the, all of your of your heroes. Yeah, who, who do you got left? The majority of them are done. I want to ta- I want to take this moment to to uh, swoon about ultimates because during this time, the maker was on Counter Earth doing his own thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> and what's that guy doing? One of the things that I realized was that Counter Earth is still around. That's a Doctor Doom planet, dude. Yeah, so <laughs> Counter Earth is on the other side of the sun, yeah. uh, and it's still going on, still going on. It's yeah. still a planet. And I was waiting. I was reading Ultimates at the time the Secret Empire was happening. I was like, Counter Earth. Oh, not so okay. bad. <laughs> Apparently, it is just something they keep around for whenever they need it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to say that. Yeah. So uh, that's that's the, the, the zero issue. All that's how it's perfect how plan. Start up. Yeah. Perfect plan goes for fish and he's like, cool. We, we won. Cool. And everybody can't believe it. Yeah. It's like, and we, then and then you launch into later. It's and like oh, it's, it's, it's Sharon's more. reaction to finding out. Oh, oh yeah. And they're like lovers. And it's like, Sharon, I know you're not going to understand, but like, I'll hide you, first of all. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to lock you up because I know you're freaking out, girl. We'll talk about it later, okay? Right. Uh-oh. It's um, it's Lois Lane with the Justice Lords. Oh. You remember that episode of, of, of Justice League Unlimited? When, oh, yeah. we, when we meet the Justice Lords? Yeah, where oh, wow. Superman lobotomizes his doomsday and she's like, this isn't you. Oh. And he's like, no, no, no. The Justice Lords universe. When we yeah. see them, the Justice Lords and we and we go to Lois Lane's apartment oh. and she's under house arrest because she doesn't understand why Superman mm-hmm. is doing this. Oh. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, like it's a good episode. By the way, you should watch that. I think it's one year later because they're talking about in school. Like, didn't we learn? No, it's not a year. It's a couple months. It's a couple months. It's a couple months. That's why it's a little. It's a little jarring because all of a sudden everything is Hydra. Yeah. Right. But I liked that. I liked that we just kind of dove into it. How easy it was for them to take hold with that power. And uh, we dive into it, and we know that the heroes the have already... delusion. And I love the heroes already talking about how they've explored every avenue. Like, he's not an LMD, he's not brainwashed, we know that it's not this thing, that's Steve. Yeah. And and them trying to come to terms with it. And I don't I really know if it was, that. if it's Tony or, or Sam, but they're like, I think we gotta figure it out. I think it's the Cosmic Cube. Tony. Uh, Tony? Because Sam Sam decided to walk oh, away. Oh, he quit. Because of all the things, and this is where some of the Ameri-Cop, Civil War II yeah, stuff I love. Stuff, yeah. All this AmeriCop stuff that happened. Which I thought was a great choice. Yeah, he is, uh, kind of causes Sam to really question if he should be Captain America. And why? What? How effective he's even being as Captain America? And decides, you know what? I need to walk away from it. And yeah. he left just before Secret Empire yeah, started. Yeah, good timing, buddy. <clears throat> he just decided I need to go. He he went nomad. Yeah, essentially. Totally. Can you explain, um, Tony? So yeah, in Civil War Two, uh, and I read a description earlier that made a lot more sense. Uh, I always called this a battle coma, but what happened was he he created a failsafe. So if he was about to die, he put himself into a into a uh, medically induced coma right. to save his organs and save his body. So in case something bad enough happened, he would still be fine. And I don't know how he's supposed to get out of it. And Legacy doesn't explain it either. No, it's still it's still unknown. But uh, he'll come back. But he's no, in a, he's in a coma. But, he created, but he's in Secret Empire. But he created he is, he's in, he's an AR AR construct. Right. So that's, he's, he's, uh, that's what I wanted to explain right, right. because because you've been saying Tony. So just oh explain. sorry. Yeah. Tony is back in, in all aspects except physical form. He's an AI who helps Riri out. Yeah. 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 He's still as much a member of the Avengers. Like he's still doing stuff. God, I love the the issue that opened with him where he's sitting there with the birthday cake and he's like, oh, he can't blow out a candle. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I know that was such a funny start to one of these issues because I was still secret empire. You're still in the midst of everything and he's just like, <laughs> he can't blow it out. Yeah, it was. It, it's interesting. I kind of like the way that Tony stuff played out of Civil War 2. I, I only checked out some of it, but how that led to like Ironheart coming up and everything. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Your favorite infam- infamous, infamous Iron Man? Well, that's Doctor Doom, baby. She's invincible. No, I, I mean, let's say you know. You, oh, yeah. The, what came out of? Oh uh, no, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Civil War Two, for giving me Doctor Doom. Yeah, appreciate you. A lot, a lot of cool stuff there. Yeah. So, Secret Empire. Uh, largely, do we think the event worked? Yeah. Yeah, I still, I still kind of want to talk about like some, some choice moments. No, um, I wanted to use that as an umbrella. But, okay, got you. Yeah. Uh, yes, I think this was. I haven't really been into reading main Marvel comics for a while. Oh, I do want to point out, I think it was really funny that um, Spider-Man, Peter Parker Spider-Man, when he shows up in the Secret Empire event, he gets one freaking line. It's a bad joke. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I was like, this feels like a dig at Dan Slott writing. I was just like an insensitive jerk now. Yeah. Because he's like, Hey guys, what's going on here? I was just doing like this whole thing. Guess you're all Hydra now. That seemed kind of insensitive. And then we don't see him again. <laughs> and you're like, oh, you got to focus on Miles, I, I guess. Was, right. I want to say largely, I think the event almost didn't, but then Omega came out. Mm. Well, I see. And I think Omega, because I, I don't think Nick Spencer landed the event well. I see. Okay. I say, I, I told you, in car, I think. I think nine and three fourths of, of, of the entire ish, uh, the ten issues are good. I just the final ending with with Cap coming back like uh, I don't know what I was going to expect, but like I kind of just didn't want that. But, it's, it's, but I thought the it's event more, worked. Besides it's, that, it's more along the lines of. 
we kept getting, we kept getting, it's not this, it's not this, it's not this, it's not this, and then it was this. Yeah, I, Omega definitely, if it didn't have Omega, I definitely would be a little more soured on the ending, mm -hmm. but the journey is more important than the destination, and but that's I the enjoy problem. almost all of this. Again, right. the problem with a lot of Marvel events, they very rarely stick the landing. Yeah. I think in recent memory, memory only Secret Wars did. Memory? Secret, so, Secret Wars is the last event I loved this much, and that was two, that was over two years ago. Yeah. And I and I love this. I, yeah. I think that everything that's happened from from Secret Wars, because that wasn't long up to standoff. No, it that was, they it started was, building that was, all that was of the this. Next like big everything, event. everything that happened after Secret Wars was kind of leading up to this. Was it the next big event? Yeah, because it ended in January 2016, and standoff. And standoff was, like, was next. Ne the next couple months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. This, there's so, a lot of story between those then. Right. So like everything after Secret Wars has kind of in some small fashion then yeah. leading up to what feels like secret empire is like a punchline to that nick spencer because uh he's done a bunch of word balloon podcasts he's been figuring out this event since january of 2015 so right. it wasn't until like well over a year did he finally implement this stuff right so like it's it's he's been working on it for a while and it really shows like this wasn't half-assed at all it all works no i felt like this was a very solid event i think in the, the way that in the way that it, it, it let's let's even just compare it to civil war 2 like the reason why i say civil war 2 feels like prologue i don't feel like civil war 2 captures what the event is about or the characters well in itself of its single issues yeah secret empire does secret empire reflects every i mean like you're benefited from knowing what's going on with sam for example you do uh you're benefited majorly by what happens with sam and secret empire but you still get the gist yeah. of why all this is happening and you're following all the key characters you need to be and it feels solid to them as an event i appreciate that they weren't late because they had multiple artists mm -hmm. but i do think there's a couple of arts or art issues that our, yeah. The artist is better than what we got in Secret Empire, um, but I think largely, uh, who was the one who did Free Comic Book Day? Sorrentino. Uh, he did a majority of, of, of the issues. Great. Yeah. yeah, I love his art. Yeah, he did the art when Rick Jones dies, right? Uh, he did. When we see him shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about Rick Jones. Uh, yeah, so Rick, the death of Rick Jones was the moment for me where the event was like. I'm like, I don't really know where this is going, but I'm so on board with this event because it's being so well told. And I love the moment where Steve walks into Rick Jones' cell and uh, he's like, man, Rick I Jones, don't care. Rick I don't Jones care. is in jail yeah. for the standoff stuff, right? Because he, no, no, no. no? He's in, he's in, no he was no, free he's up to, he, he's in what jail he? because he got Selvig's Hydra files That's and what he it was. sent them along on a phone That's right. to Tony. Mm. Not to Tony, to a kid who got it to Tony. Okay. Got it. Uh, got it to the underground. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole thing. That's why Rick Jones has now been put into prison uh, for Hydra. And Steve comes in and he's like, man, I don't even care if you believe it. Just say the words. Yeah. Just say Hail Hydra. You're my, and he just my sings friend. a song back at him and he's like, yeah. hey Cap, I don't know what this is. LMD, brainwashing, I don't know. We've been but through this before, gonna, man. I know you're going to beat it because you're my favorite hero, Cap. Yeah. And then you, it goes forward into him getting put in front of the and shooting Cap range. Cap even has a frown on. And he just, Rick Jones just smiles and shouts Avengers Assemble and then he gets blasted and the art really shows bullets just tore yeah. into his body. I want to real quickly, you reminded me, Jack Flagg references the Guardians of the Galaxy run by Abner and the Landing in the first issue. I just want to say that was cool. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then the Guardians are at his funeral. Oh, yeah. 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 I thought that was cool. Yeah, okay, that anyway. Was, that was it's, 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 cool. it's a cool, nice little callback. <clears throat> yeah, because we did that as one of our book clubs. Yeah, it's fun. Right. Callback. I remember that. He referenced in the in Steve Rogers' Captain America number one. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's make, back to... Uh, um, so Ultron's in this for some reason. Is it st it's still... You mean Hank Pym? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, he hates when I call him Ultron. Sorry. Right, yeah, no. That, that's what I thought was so fun about yeah. that, is how the moment when Tony's like, 
that's the most Hank Pym thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I wasn't buying this whole I'm not Ultron thing yeah. until you said that. Yeah. And that was the most <laughs> that's good. That I'm so funny. I'm so surprised that the Hank Pym as Ultron thing has stayed because that's an original graphic novel that they came from. That's a, that's a very, joint. Very, very rarely have those stuck in continuity. That, uh, funny enough, like, yeah, that, that book was out of continuity and they just like, hey guys, we're just going to Usher it in. It's Rage of Ultron. It's Rage of Ultron, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was really excited for the sequel, Rave of Ultron. Oh, it's, it's, it's a blacklight. <laughs> I, I really liked that issue. I, I really liked how he made the two sides sit down at a table. Yeah. And a lot of this ultimately comic, decide to give the piece to Scott Lang. Yeah. A lot of the uh, uh, the a lot of this journey is like a quest for cosmic cube fragments. Yeah. Which I didn't realize that was, it was going to be a Dragon Ball episode. Right. <laughs> we're just trying to find the Dragon Balls, and Tony. Invented I guess that's why I loved it so yeah. much. Yeah. Tony invented a scouter or a right, Dragon yeah. Ball finder. Except he didn't. Except he did. He just wanted to inspire hope. But yeah, that that Hank Pym episode is great because you have crazy Ultron Hank Pym and then robot Tony Stark, and they're just bickering at each other. I'm like. This is this is funny. This is great. You, bo- you both have lost your lives. Yeah, they're both. <laughs> right. I thought, I thought it was funny because I did think that while Hank Pym was being psycho- psychotic, he had, he had a good point. He had a good point about even... I think that was the one moment where somebody to Steve called him out on, like, even in your way that you think this is right, you realize everything here is still wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'm not saying guys- before was right either, but this oh. isn't right either. Let's talk about what was going on in that weird headspace thing. Oh, vanishing point. Oh, when, yeah, oh, I see what you're talking about. Where, where? When we see Red Skull and, and Bearded Cap, bearded and, cap and, and that's inside Kobic, right? Yeah, yes. that's inside Kobic. I think it's. Is that the vanishing point, or because I've heard that's what they're from? Va- okay, you can't. It can't be the vanishing point because that's a DC thing. No, but that's literally on the cover of Marvel titles. It says the vanishing point. So really, it, abs- it's called the vanishing point. Weird. There are there are uh, variants that say vanishing point on it. Weird. I wouldn't say it unless I mean say I mean it, yeah. it's it's implied that it's the same place that we see all the heroes transport to through generations. I think it it is. It's implied yeah. that it's that same kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I really like that. I I mean like this actually leads into the ending, which you know. Uh, okay, so like you know, <laughs> I understand. I, I how do I word this? Yeah. I understand why people don't like original Steve kind of coming back the way that he does. Mm-hmm. But there's something about it where I think, I don't think there was a better way out. Like really, like when they set up this way, like what other yeah. option? Because because there was no version. Here's the thing: like, you can call it kind of cop outy, but I don't think there was any other way to write the story to believably make me feel like the heroes and the world could acknowledge Steve as Steve post this, even if they knew without a physical representation of the fact that, like, yeah. these are two different Steves. And we see in Omega, when he's trying to help someone, they flinch, because yeah. even the average person right. isn't going it, to know. Exactly, exactly. But it, it's at least... So, like, the consequences are still there, but I at least believe they can be overcome. Yeah. Whereas if it had just been, like, you know... My memories are a, my, a mind wipe, and then Steve is back in that body. That it, like, like, Steve comes back, but he's in the Hydra uniform, and somehow the world is supposed to buy that this is still our Steve. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, yes, you could make that happen, but I wouldn't buy it. No, it is it is weird because, you know, if that second issue hadn't happened and we are and we are just questioning whether or not what's the right reality and what's going on, then I think that's a different story because you get a lot of morality of That'd like be a much longer reveal. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You got yeah. a much you got a much different would, uh, morality would play going on. Have been a really good reveal if 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 it that if, it's, it's if, int- if they. 
if all this Hydra stuff wasn't found out until way later. Right. If it, it'd be, it's interesting to think about the fact that if the second issue had not revealed that Red Skull had done this, then we watch all of it thinking, oh my god, for like a year and a half, yeah. Steve might have always been Hydra. And it's the flashbacks, or not flashbacks, but this uh, headspace thing, as yeah. you said, that we're seeing through the Secret Empire things that is the real Steve trying to come back. And in that case, maybe the ending would have landed better. But people might have been more upset reading through the event. Absolutely. I think so. But what I wanted to get at, um, if that wasn't the case, you know, and having Steve Rogers, because you're right, how else are you going to have Steve Rogers come back? Because you get you got to this point where it's like, it can't be the, the normal things that we, it's not an LMD, it's not a this, it's not a that. It's got to happen in some different way. And unfortunately, that different way happens to be just something that right. needed to key, happen. The key to me is that it's not so much for me that Steve needed to come back this way for the heroes or for the readers. It's for the world in the comics mm -hmm. that they the only way I can believe you to tell me any future stories where they look at Steve like they used to ever is that they would have had to have some physical representation of it. Yeah. Because if they didn't, it'd be really hard to come back from this. Even if you know and the other heroes know, it'd be really hard to make a world where we feel like Steve could be acknowledged that way. Like, honestly, if Steve had just gotten his memories back while in the Hydra Cat body, I would think that the only solution is they'd have to put him off of Earth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, Steve would just Hulk become it. a galactic agent. Planet no, Captain I mean, America. He would, just, he would just become, like, a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy or something Turn because he could not, he couldn't stay on Earth. Into Nick Fury Nobody or would Bucky want Barnes. him on Earth. People would want him dead. Bucky Barnes is still the man on the wall. I don't know if he is anymore. No, he is because they reference it in the first. In they the first do, but if you arc. read Jason Aaron's Thor, you see a man in chains that looks like Nick Fury. No, because he remember the Watchers chained Nick Fury to be the new Watcher of Earth. Yeah, and that's his punishment. But he's not, and that's why Bucky became the man on the wall because Nick Fury could no longer be the man on the wall. Right. I just don't know if like at this point, like after Secret Empire, I don't know if that status is still jumping. Okay. Jumping back in Secret Empire, the part where Zemo plays the message from Cap to Bucky while he's strapped to the ship. That was Oh, cool. man, like, hey, everything... You, oh. And he's like, turn it off. Turn it off. And then Zemo's oh. like, what? You don't want to hear words from your best friend? Oh, God. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to hear this lovely message he made for you? And he's like, that's not Steve. Mm -hmm. I will say, man, is like... That rivalry that they created between Zemo and Bucky was so good. Coming out of this, oh, having... Yeah, rival friends, yeah. Coming the, out of the this... Thunderbolts where Zemo <clears throat> comes after him. Mm -hmm. That oh. Thunderbolt stuff's great. Coming out of this, having Zemo... And Hydra having this kind of new motivation of we were robbed of our history, right? Is really powerful because this is the first time that they've seen that they won and they were right. I truly wonder what Zemo will feel because, and again, this is another reason why I kind of do like the ending. He has physical evidence that this might have been wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's now been played in two ways, and can no longer process what might be real. So, which Steve is real and all that becomes a huge question yeah. mark for him. Yeah. I gotta say, uh, this final battle, this looks like straight up like Civil War II John Cassidy with all the scales. Yeah. Like the OG cap. And it's a good battle, and you have multiple references to Civil War, and there's a scene where he, like, it's Captain America walking up to Thanos, so it's referencing a lot of old Captain America battles. And I think that's awesome. And I think it's I really did like that too. I liked how they referenced like we, straight up this is the only way this is the only way it could be done is by watching him do it as he'd always done it before and you saw uh Sam walking up was it Sam or Bucky when? walking up it was Sam walking up towards Hydra Hydra Cap. Oh Sam's yeah, and he walking gave him up the to cube? when it cuts to Thanos. Oh yeah, yeah. And he gives him the cube. <laughs> Cuz he's saying and that's what was so great is I love Sam Wilson 
being Captain America. Yeah. And how it was his perspective on the event that really put things where it needed to be. I thought that was so great because if you were reading Nick Spencer's Sam Wilson run, you were watching him the whole time kind of question whether he should have kept the shield and all these kind of things because Steve was so on board with it and yes yeah. until he was and everyone kept telling him like Captain America chose you dude you right until he was until he was rewritten then behind the scenes he was playing against Sam but yeah. but that was that was the call and Sam knew that they needed this so Sam tried to live by Steve's example against Steve and ultimately is what brings Steve back which is yeah. why ultimately looking at all of Nick Spencer's stuff I do think the, the ending works I think it is bettered because of Omega yeah Omega is so good. <laughs> I just want to say, you know, I like the reveal of the hammer. Oh, yeah. And how he changed the hammer. And then when Steve is like, here, let me try. Yeah, got him. <laughs> yeah, was so good. Bong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so good. I didn't even talk about my, my, can we talk about our favorite moments? Yes, yes, absolutely. So my favorite moment is from, I believe, issue five, when Captain America meets up with, with the ambassador from UTN, Beast. And he's like, listen, Beast, I've heard some things. Some of your people are being crazy. It's need you to settle down. And Beast is like, "Is this? Are you are you like threatening me? Like, why'd you bring me? Why'd you bring me in front of this hammer? Like, do you like? Uh, what's the quote exactly? It's like, um, does it ever? Does it ever hard like the need to like play God when you have this hammer? There's a temptation to play God. The temptation to, to play God. And Steve's like, "Do you think I need the hammer for that?" And he just gets onto the helicopter. Because once he picked up the hammer, he dropped it and never touched it again. Because that's more of a right, symbol. Right, he just left it sitting there. He doesn't need it. That's how powerful he is. And that 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 was like that got me. I was like, this is this guy's unstoppable. Let's use let's use favorite moments as as final thoughts so we yeah. can get into our more of a legacy. Um, oh. uh, sure. I did want to tail back off that real quick mm-hmm. before we do that. Um, something that I did also love about this. Oh, event, Zorn's in this because book of, too. Because <laughs> of how he talked about the stuff with Beast, uh, the X Men and the mutants all feeling like they had the ideal version of their world in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they won. They were they were what they wanted to be as their own respected kind of thing. And now they don't have it, but they're going to want it back. Yeah. And Emma Stone, who is the secret leader behind... Emma Stone? Emma Stone? Emma, Stone. <laughs> uh, Emma, Emma Frost Emma was the Frost, secret leader yeah. of all these X-Men, and now she's real pissed about it. She's right. like, we had, we had, we had heaven, and now I, I kind of want it back. So it looks right. like she's going to yeah. be a little more... I, yeah, think a people, I think that's a really great place to have left all the mutants after this. A lot I of really people like are coming that. out of this event in a really cool place. In a new place, yeah. In a, in a place that, that hopefully writers will take advantage of and move forward. Um, yeah, it favorite. was really great. Uh, who wants to start with favorite moments? Well, he did, well, I have mine. These yeah. so, notes. I have, I have two things I want to talk about because I hadn't gotten to talk about them yet. One is, um, I think I think one of my... I'm not going to say it's my favorite moment because I really like that Rick Jones moment. Um, I really love the whole story of Miles with Black Widow and him choosing oh, We didn't talk to, about any of that stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, Black Widow Miles, the champion. Miles choosing not to She's training a bunch of assassins. <laughs> the, fact that, the fact that he was right there and could have and didn't... And I thought that was so great. That's a good character moment. And she looks at him and she's like, and she locks him up. And she's like, I look at you, Miles, and I don't see a killer. Right. Like, that's so good. I really, really like that. And then look what happened to her. All all the story with Black Widow and the kids I thought was really good. But I love how the Civil War II, like, future C payoff was, uh, because I just love Miles' character. I really loved the the way that was handled, Miles' choice to not. Because obviously going into that scene, you were questioning a lot of what was going to happen. Like, is he going to go Captain America? Yeah, I mean, that was was probably, in many ways, that was a very anticipated moment in Mm -hmm. Secret Empire, because you knew it was coming, and you were like, how is it going to go down? The other thing I want to talk about is a Secret Empire tie-in that happens just before the Zero issue, which is that Phil Coulson finds out that Cap is Hydra, and he's trying to contact people, but before he can get anywhere... Captain America just contacts Deadpool and says, I need you to kill Phil Coulson. 
no questions asked. Mm -hmm. And Deadpool says, all right, Cap, because you're Captain America, and he hunts him down. And Phil knows the whole time that he's like, I just got to get somewhere where he can't kill me because he's like, I can't win a fight. Yeah, I can't fight Deadpool. Against Deadpool. Once he figures out it's Deadpool after him, and he gets to this place, but Deadpool's got his arm right through the door with a gun. And Phil's like, you got to understand, Steve's been Hydra this whole time. He's he's gonna he's gonna ruin the world. He's gonna destroy everything. And he's like, I want to listen to you, Phil. But honestly, how many times has anybody ever stood on a side against Captain America and been right? Mm-hmm. And then he shoots him right in the chest. Yeah. And then Cap comes down and he says, uh, you know, Deadpool says to him, "Am I gonna ever find out what this was all about?" And he's like. Sometime, but not tonight. And then Deadpool's just he's like, looking, he's gonna be like, you, and Deadpool's see. just looking at the shattered glass, and something in him broke that day, which we see later referenced in Legacy. I yeah. love that. It, yeah. it was such a good issue, such a good issue. Because it's not often that you see Deadpool like have emotion. I mean, he has emotions, but like, all you know, of Original good. Sin was yeah. him having emotions. Yeah, there were some, I mean, yeah, a lot of character. A lot of times when they decide to kill a character, I thought they handled it really well. The yeah. death of Phil, the death of Rick, the death of Jack. The death of Black Widow. I thought all these deaths were handled so well, yeah. so yeah. deftly. Oh, then. Casey says something uh, really interesting. Um, when Jack Flag is buried, he, she says he might come back. Right? Sometimes they come back. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so sad. I thought that was Kathy re- says that. Kathy. Kathy. Kathy that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Casey. Uh, favorite moments. Favorite moments. I didn't. I didn't talk about Omega at all. But like, I just love that entire conversation. Let's let's talk about Omega just right. Yeah, because I think bit. that's important. Yeah, uh, and we've we've touched on Omega. Kind of saves the event in, yeah. in, in a lot so, of ways. So Omega, for anybody who maybe is listening to this and didn't read, but wants That's to crazy. for some reason. So Omega is, you know, at the end you get our true Steve, and then this new Hydra Steve have become two separate I'm glad beings. they kept him on the board. Yeah. Because I think so that's glad. really they, interesting. They become these two separate beings, and this whole Omega issue is a conversation between the two of them. It's a, it's, it's and, a... and it's really powerfully effective when you look back to see how Hydra Cap views everything mm-hmm. and how that's pitted against Steve is really good yeah uh, yeah. The, no, the, I, the final moments of the guards coming in to like change him or to get him out and, and then one of the guards Hydra. whispers hail Hydra and he just smiles yeah. like yo man we're gonna get like I don't want him to be called Captain Hydra but I really <laughs> really want evil Captain America to be like a main player like the maker like the maker yeah, yeah. evil Reed Richards totally yeah. no, my, I, think, I think honestly my favorite moment was when he lifts the hammer because look, it's so it, it's so early. Which, which time the the time when he does it evil or yeah, the, the time evil, when he does the it evil. against his evil? Well, that's version. what I'm saying. That's what I was I like getting that to. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's what I was getting to because when because that whole issue, that whole free comic book day issue, is a lead up, essentially just a lead up to the moment where he lifts the hammer yeah. and you just and all the heroes, the the narration. That was the day we found out we lost. That's when we found out we that, weren't worthy because that was the day that we were not worthy. Yeah. yeah. I that, thought was, that, was, that was so good. That was really powerful. Oh my god! No, that that was my favorite part. Really just read that part because um, Ryan, you were telling me about this, and you even sent. You kept telling us about like, dude, the art in this, the art in this is amazing. Sorrentino, baby. And I, and I finally got the free comic book day issue for Secret Empire. I picked it, I found it. I'm like, I'm reading this. And I get to that part. That part where it's just black and white, or the, um, not black and white. I'm sorry, blue and red, and it's. Um, Steve's hand reaching for the hammer. This this part right here, yeah, where yeah. he's walking to it. Everyone is fighting each other, and then he just lifts up the hammer, and everyone's like, "We're done. We lost. Just, they were stronger. Done. They were more powerful. They were worse. Like we are done." But to be, I didn't want to interrupt you guys because you just listening. You guys talk about this was amazing. Well, I think we're coming to the end of it because we we got to get into yeah. our book club, uh, and uh, we we have a lot to do tonight. We had a book club. Yeah, I thought this was the book club. Mar- Marvel Legacy is the book. Club. Oh, okay. 
I didn't have you read that for nothing, buddy. Idiot. Bullet dot. Final thoughts? Do you have uh, Ben give yeah, anything that to was, say? That we was, I was gonna say. World. I was. I was gonna say. Um, the lead up yeah. to Secret Empire was to me worth it more than. Because to me, Secret Empire was like, this is where Cap reveals that he is Hydra, but I enjoyed reading him playing double agent more. Um, him trying to kill um, Rick Flagg, but then he doesn't have to. Him playing, Jack Flagg. Damn it! You're him trying to play it. Jack... Him, um, t- like when Taskmaster finds out that he is Hydra and he tells Marie Hill, and then Maria's like, yo, Rick, get this out. And he's like, please hold. Yeah, yeah. And all the stuff, the flashbacks with um, Steve growing up at the Hydra Keep where that one doctor says, hey, he should be euthanized, but then says, no, no, he's a good student. Let's, let, let's keep him alive. Even Eliza says he's the saver of Hydra. Yeah, and him groveling to the Red Skull, but also plotting with Selvig of, like, we're going to kill him. We're going to take him. He's bad Hydra. We're good Hydra. But the scene that just got me, when I was reading what he, what after, this was after um, the X-Men took the brain of Xavier's mind away from Red Skull, where he was, (laughs) where he was out. um, Can I touch on this real quick? Please do. Uh, Because Sparks sent us a message. Hey, why does Red Skull have Xavier's brain? Because <laughs> yeah, where I jumped, I went really far back in the comics, but apparently not far back yeah. enough. Because I was like, "How did what?" <laughs> That's Remender's Uncanny Avengers. Uncanny right? Avengers. And I, but I'm glad that you guys informed me because I love the way that it ended when they sent uh, the Uncanny Avengers after him. It was a really good payoff. Yeah, because yeah, in, in Remender's Uncanny Avengers, it's revealed after Xavier dies, Red Skull puts part of parts of his brain so that he can use mind control. The end yeah. of that first issue has Professor has Professor X on a, on a gurney with his with his head like. Like you see his empty brain, yeah. it was like that. Like his empty skull cavity. Empty skull cavity. Yeah. Like that's an extreme. That's why it becomes red onslaught. Yeah. Axis. I just accepted it. I, at that point, I just accepted it. Comic books. Yeah. Comic books. Yeah, comic books. Like when when we first saw the the panel of him coming and saying, "Hey, I was like, there's something going on there." Comic yeah. books. But yeah. that's neither here nor there. Uh, Punisher being a Hydra agent is really cool. Ugh. And now he feels all. He's now he's pissed. And I'm gonna kill all the Hydra agents yeah. now. Yeah. Well, no, but he's like. No, it's Captain America. It's yeah, the same thing yeah. as Civil War. But but, but yeah. after it was revealed that it wasn't really Cap, he's yeah. like betrayed by a man I thought I could trust. Yeah. yeah. And now he's War Machine, so it's all good. He's War Machine? He's gonna be War Machine. Okay. Yeah. It's weird. No, oh god, what was I saying? You like you like the uh, no, like comics. No, I, I do like comics. It was the lead the to me the lead of like the one the scenes that just made me just go, oh shit was when um, Captain America is in the same room with the Red Skull right after um, the X Men took Xavier's mind out. And he's saying, you are loyal to me. And then oh, yeah. Captain America turns and says, am I? Actually. <laughs> he's like, I am loyal to Hydra. I am not loyal to you. You took it. And of course. You deformed it. No, Red Skull is even crying for sin, his daughter, Crossbones, his two most loyal compatriots this entire time. Yeah. And he, and literally Captain America just shoves him off of a ledge. He dies. He walks in and both Sin and Crossbones are at their knees saying, hail Hydra. And Sin looking up saying, was it quick? It was. Pity. That's a shame. I'm yeah. like, you <laughs> evil conniving bitch. Oh, she's great. Yeah, man. So good. Oh, just that Ow. part right. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Headphones. Just that part right there just got me up. I like just the buildup and him saying like, I'm going to keep playing both sides. Yeah. And yeah, I, I just like the I like the build up. Sally, where I was reading the books, I could only get to issue nineteen, which really sucked. There was only issue nineteen. Remember, we had this whole talk how like oh, yeah, they yeah. combined both Captain America. Books. It, it was it, issue twenty five was uh, follow up to issue twenty four of oh, Sam Wilson. Okay. Sam Wilson. Oh, so, yeah. okay. Steve stops at nineteen. Okay. Yeah. 
Because Sam Wilson was always, during that time, the true Captain America. Yep. You're right. This part, but me just reading these, I want to go find the trades for Hydra Cap, for Steve Rogers' Captain America. I'm sure there'll be an omnibus. I'm pretty sure there is, because I want this with Secret Empire all in one thing. You'd need to read the Sam Wilson stuff if you didn't. It's okay. It's It's a great companion piece to all this. Go ahead, Brandon. So we all good? You didn't say your favorite moment. I did. Yeah. The hammer. Oh, the hammer thing. Yeah, mine was the hammer, man. Yeah, mine was Uh, also the hammer, too. Uh, Are we doing any other final thoughts on it? No, I Final thoughts are just, I really, really enjoy this book a lot. So, okay, so final thoughts. I want to ask a question, then. Yeah, Yeah. hell yeah. Um, Is this an event that people who were upset with should give a shot? Absolutely. Definitely. It's going to take you some time to read, but I think so. This put me back on track with wanting to read current Marvel comics. Yeah. I'd been off of them for this a long time. This is the stuff that I've been loving. Like, obviously, like, infamous Iron Man and stuff, but, like, right, right. Steve Rogers has been, like, a major component for my Marvel love. Like, there, there are a ton of lines now that I'm going to go back and check them out because I liked what I was seeing happening later. Please read Ultimates. Yeah, we talked about this. <laughs> yeah. But there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff here that I like what's happening, so I think I would like what was happening before it. And I'm interested to see what's going to happen now. Because of the things that happened around this event, yeah. how they built this event, a lot of the characters, a lot of the tie-ins, I enjoyed. So it's there's a lot of good stuff here. Man, I wish you went last because you gave me a really good segue for Legacy. Huh. You know what's funny is uh, <laughs> I have more of a of a hopeful future after uh, Secret Empire than I kind of do Marvel Legacy. So I I agree. I think that you know if you didn't like this, if you if you had the initial thought of this wasn't good, this was this is terrible. And you know what? If you've read it and you don't like it, fine. That's totally fair. That's fair. But if you haven't read it and you had the if reaction you, on the internet... If you think Captain America's a Nazi, he's not. That's not what the story's about. Read no. it. It's good. If, <laughs> if, you haven't, if you haven't read it and you only had the reaction on the internet, please give it a shot. I think you would find that it's actually uh, a very good event. And no. if you think we're wrong, call us out on it. Yeah, please yeah. do. Now, I was going to say, if you are one of the many people who have given the writers a lot of backlash... And just oh, yeah, say, please stop sending death threats. Yeah, stop sending death threats. It, it, just read the story, because it's very interesting. It's It's... It's just one of those great, like, what if Captain America was Hydra the whole time? But and please I, stop I, sending death threats to Ben. Yeah. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> I'm reading for, for I'm yeah, I know, I know. But just, like, when I found out that Captain was Hydra, I'm like, okay, I know comics. And, of course, a lot of people don't oh, necessarily. Man. So I was working at the store at the time. Yeah, so you, kind of get to go with this. So people would come in so pissed off about this. And I, I have the cynical view of, the next issue is explained and it's, gone, it's done by next year. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Just like, just wait. Read what's gonna happen. Something amazing could come out of this, and I believe. Like Ryan something, said, it's yeah, the journey, and something did. The journey was the destination. Just everything that led up to Secret Empire was worth it. Now, I I don't know what will. Did you want to say something no, before I'm, I? Okay. Um, I don't know what will happen now, but what I think really sold me on a whole with this whole event is that everything starting from like Secret Wars to Standoff felt like this was all repercussion to it. All of this was consequences for everything that happened before. And I didn't feel like at the end of this event there weren't consequences still. Mm-hmm. Like, even for Steve, I think there are still consequences. Well, and see, that makes me happy about Actually, this I event. did want to touch on that because at the end of 12, what is it, 12? 10. 10. At the end of 10, I feel it, it felt like slate's clean, we're all good. Omega is what, changed that. Is what changed that, sure. Yeah. 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 And I get that because 10 had to kind of tell that end, but yeah. Omega's part of it. And Omega is what makes it clear there's consequences for yes. all this. When Ed Brubaker was doing The Winter Soldier and he brought back Bucky after 50 years, 
there was a very similar reaction. Yeah. We're, I think we're a little too young, but like if we were on the internet, like heavily evolved in the time, I think there's, it's the same reaction. Like, this is stupid. It's an old character. Keep him dead. It's one of the greatest characters we have right now. Um, I personally, I think this is one of the best Steve Rogers or Captain America runs, maybe not, not in forever, but like this, I think this is going to be remembered in a, in a couple decades. Wait till next month with Mark Wade and Chris Hanley. That's another one I'm so stoked for. Oh my gosh. All right. So that's going to be it. That's going to be it for this. Uh, well done, everyone. Hell yeah. We're always positive, apparently. Um, <laughs> Good. Yeah. Uh, so no, we, this book sucks. <laughs> so our, our book club for this week is another community book club. Uh, I just remembered one thing. Hell, can keep I do it going. real quick? I'll Bring it up. All day okay, long. so in Secret Empire, I will say that I do think there was one big flaw in the story I didn't like. Mm-hmm. It was very unclear what exactly the Red Skull was hoping to do with Steve. Oh yeah, I, I never really came, but it never really came to any kind of clear point. He just kind of kept appearing as a Palpatine to like be like, "Hey, I just checking that you're still evil now." I think, okay, good. But like, mm-hmm. he didn't have something in place. It never felt like he had something in place that Steve ruined. I think that's. I think, I think yes, but I think that's just to show you that Steve's better than him, and that's why he ended up just replacing. Which him. I, which I don't need to see like a whole play. It just didn't feel like he had anything. It felt like he was just sitting around waiting to have his yeah. confrontation. With and to be Steve. fair, like he was not involved in Secret Empire at all. So like, if you didn't know anything, right? Which like, is all the more reason why I'm like, I feel like there needed to be something because if you read Uncanny Avengers, he literally was just sitting in the mansion. <laughs> yeah. No, he's he's right yeah. though because Red Skull's whole motivation is I'm going to die in a couple of issues. And the only reason, the only reason why I have an issue with that is because it is Red Skull who makes him this way. That's true, yeah. And so I wish there had been a little bit more of a through line of what he had been thinking, even if we didn't see it come out. Yeah. yeah. I got you. I can understand yeah. that. That's, that is my one problem. I just don't it. think he was maybe smart enough to think Captain America would be better than him. Sure, sure. But I mean... Or he didn't think he'd lose his brain. Still still wanted there to be some idea there. Yeah, I can, I can get that. Uh, so that's going to be it. That's going to be it. Uh, next. Actually, one more thing. Just kidding. <laughs> I just want to see your face. Kill all of you. <laughs>